You're listening to the Build That Business Podcast, episode number 48. I am so excited to introduce you to your new digital marketing best friend. She really needs no introduction, but here it is. She's a mom of two, the host of the Gold Digger Podcast, author, educator, and the one helping us ask better questions, Jenna Kutcher. In today's episode, we dug into topics like how to take a leap of faith, how a season of hustle got her to the harvest that she has today, and how to learn how to listen to your intuition. I even asked her if she would have done anything differently as she built her empire. We covered it all just for your ears today. In her debut book, How Are You Really?, Jenna goes a step further with a question that all of us seem to skim past. When someone asks how you are, I'm going to guess that you reply with something like, fine, good, great, hanging in there. I know I'm guilty of it too. But Jenna added one simple word that can change everything that can start us on a path to creating our own truly fulfilled life. She asks, how are you really? If we stopped ourselves and truthfully answered that question, what might we uncover? Jenna pulls back the layers and shows us how to find the answer and how to create the future we want with the tools we already have by getting to know the most important person on the journey, ourselves. The book releases June 28th, but if you're tuning in before then, you can pre-order now at howareyoureallybook.com and snag her amazing pre-order bonuses while you're at it. Oh, and Jenna and I have an extra special treat for you. We're giving away 10 copies of the book, How Are You Really? All you need to do is screenshot yourself listening and tag Jenna and I. I'm at Miss Lindsay J. Williams and Jenna is at Jenna Kutcher. I'll draw the winners on launch day, June 28th. So without further ado, let's welcome Miss Jenna Kutcher to the show. Hello there, and welcome to the Build That Business podcast. Lindsay J. Williams here. I'm a small town mama from Niagara Falls, New York with big, bold dreams. I'm also a successful solopreneur on a mission to help you build, grow, and scale your business. And I'm a damn good cheerleader if I do say so myself. So I'll be with you every step of the way, girlfriends. Here, we share tangible tips and inspiring stories from entrepreneurs just like you, making their business dreams happen. We talk about the triumphs and the struggles of life as an entrepreneur. So what do you say? Are you ready to turn your passion into profits? Are you ready to build that business? I thought you might say so. Let's get to work. Jenna, it's such an honor to have you on the Build That Business podcast today. I want to thank you for coming on. I am so grateful for this opportunity. I'm excited to chat with you about the book launching June 28th. How are you really? I just finished it on Friday, Jenna, and I have to tell you, it is incredible. I expected nothing less, but I parked myself out in the back here in my little chair for a couple hours a day. So glad I was laughing, crying, nodding in agreement. So I really think it's one of your best or is the best work you've put out. And that's, that's not coming lately because I love everything you do. So 
It's incredible. Thank you for putting out into the world. And thank you for coming on the show today. Yes. Thank you for having me. And also, I just have to call you out. You have been such an incredible supporter, such a great cheerleader. Like I notice everything that you do. And so it just means a lot to me. So thank you very much. And I was also jealous of you like sitting outside and reading every day. I was like, that actually sounds really great right now. (laughs) So wonderful, Jenna. And I don't let myself do that. I'll read at night. And you know how it is when you have little ones. I fall asleep. I'm literally like three pages a night. (laughs) I'm like 15 minutes, but I knew this interview was coming and I wanted to finish the whole book before we sat down. So I like made myself a point two hours a day to read it. And it was such a gift. So thank Mm, you for the book for that. And just for the reminder to take that time. There's so many reminders in the book for that. So Jenna, today I want to just dive in if you're okay, if you're ready, ready for some questions. Okay. So as I was reading, what I did was I had a note in my phone and I would jot down quotes from you or questions as we go. And then after I finished this weekend, I went through and I highlighted the top three questions that either I've never heard you answer before or that I think would resonate with the audience today. So if you're down for it, Let's Let's do it if you're ready. Okay. All right. Perfect. So first question, Jenna, towards the beginning of the book, you talked about how when you were still at your corporate job and you were ready to venture off on your own into photography, you talked about being kind of one foot in and one foot out and being able to juggle that safe line. And I totally agree with this plan. This is how I launched my wedding stationary business. I was at corporate for a year before I jumped ship, so to say. But what advice would you give for people who are finding themselves after the pandemic, not able to juggle that safe line? Either they got laid off or maybe... So I coach a lot of wedding industry professionals. So a lot of our businesses were just like a mess after the pandemic. Yes. Totally just wiped out. So... A lot of people had to pivot, but they didn't have a safe line to juggle or to kind of seesaw. Mm-hmm. So what advice would you give for those who are forced off the deep end or how would you tell them to try to almost discipline ourselves to go in slow and steady and trust yeah. the process and not do things kind of haphazardly out of fear or scarcity? Tell, tell me about that. What would you say to them? Yeah. You know, it's so funny because I feel like there are two types of people. There are the jump in the net will appear people. And then there are the people that are like, I will weave this string by string so that when I jump, the net is there and I know it's secure. And I am of the latter. I'm not a very risky person, but as I've gotten more attuned to who I am and what I believe is possible, I also realized that like, I am not the risk. I am the investment. And that's the first line I would tell people. And that's a line from the book is that you are not the risk, you and your life that you want are the investment. And so a lot of times when we feel out of alignment or we know we need to go in a different direction, we get so focused on the risks of it that we forget that as we're doing things, as we're taking micro tiny actions towards a different life, we're actually investing in ourselves now today, but also for the future. And there's this line in the book where it said, I felt like I was riding two Clydesdales going in opposite directions because I knew in my heart, like the corporate thing wasn't for me anymore, but I also knew I wasn't feeling safe or secure enough to make that leap. And what I would encourage your audience is to figure out how can they bring in safety and security in their life, whatever that looks like, so that they can be creative again. Because if I know anything about the audience you serve, they're really creative people 
And creative people make incredible things and make incredible businesses, but we can only feel truly creative when we can find that safety and security that allows that bandwidth to expand, that allows us to be curious and dream and have ideas. And so how can you figure out what safety and security looks like? It might look like picking up a part-time job so that you know that your bills are covered. It might look like assisting other people or doing like a work study. It might look not like the dream that you have, but it's going to be moving you closer to that dream. And so for me, I stayed in my corporate job until I knew with safety and security that I could make that leap of faith into full-time entrepreneurship. And thankfully I haven't been able to, or haven't had to look back, but every single time I try something new, I lean on what will give me the safety and security required to give me the creativity to explore and move ahead. And that's been my kind of secret sauce in that. I love that answer, Jenner. I love that. And you are so spot on with our audience too. And I know you can relate to this as a wedding photographer, moving into educator, that there is that fine line between sometimes if we're haphazardly doing everything, we need that time to be creative. So that was perfect and so spot on. All right. My next question for you. I'm just hopping around because I know we don't have a lot of time. I want to get into all these. So next question for you. There's a quote in the book about the time you were talking about the time where you were building your business after corporate. So this is after you took the leap and you said there might be a season where you're burning the candle at both ends, but admittingly you'll enjoy it. I loved this quote, Jenna, because there are so many extremely successful people who have gotten to the point where they can kind of take their foot off the gas a little bit because of all this hard work that they put in. So, and I don't, I, I, you know, I don't um, think that hustle is something that we should do kind of all the time. I I, I get that there's kind of has to be a transition time and it shouldn't be worn as a badge of honor, but what's not always transparent is sometimes I think people talk about taking the time to rest and all of all of that, but they're not transparent about the hustle that it took to get them there. And oh yeah, love, let's talk about that. Yes, let's talk about it because I love how you're so transparent in your journey and you talk about that season of like sometimes there are seasons of burning the candle at both ends. Yes. And that is kind of the the hard work that got to the harvest that you have today. So yes. here's my question. If you were to look back at the Jenna five years ago, would you work differently or do you appreciate that time because it got you where you are today. I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's fascinating. And I love this point because I agree. A lot of times we see successful people and they're like, lean in more to the rest. And I believe all of that now, but I'm a decade into this, right? Like I have worked for a decade. And what I think is really interesting is that we're kind of facing this um, era, especially for ambitious women, but for all entrepreneurs or people that have that entrepreneurial bone, where it feels like we're forced to choose between two camps. There's the hustlers and the manifestors. You either work harder, wake up earlier, do more, do more, do more, or you just say it and it'll come into existence. And I don't believe in either of those. I don't subscribe to one camp or the other. I live in the middle. And I think in a black and white world, we need more middle welcomed into our lives. And so for me, what I think is really interesting is I can acknowledge that there was seasons where work was everything. I didn't have a why deeper than the work. That was the problem. I The work was it. The work was my baby. The work was my pride and joy. And the work was what was 
allowing me the freedom to move into different things. The problem is, is that when our autopilot becomes that hustle, it's not sustainable. We're going to have those check engine lights popping up into our lives from all different areas. And if we ignore them for too long, something will suffer, whether it's our relationships, our health, um, you know, where our business goes. And so even to this day, a decade in, I still have seasons of hustle. I just plan accordingly to pad them with rest and with making sure that I am taking care of myself to be energized for them. And so it is fascinating because I think a lot of times I see people and it's like, they talk about the hustle, then they talk about the burnout, then they talk about the breakthrough. And it's like, is the hustle and the burnout required for the breakthrough? And I think for some people it is. And for some people, they can learn from other people's mistakes and start out more sustainable from the beginning. There's something on my mind and it involves you. Do you feel like you're working so hard and all the time to not even be close to a multi six figure business? Give me a little here, here if you've ever had one of these thoughts. I can't imagine what I would need to do or invest to make multi six figures happen. If I took on more work, I would never have time for my family. I push so hard and show up consistently, but I have no leads. I find it really hard to get inquiries and even harder to get them to actually book with me. Most either ghost me or say I'm totally out of their budget. Let me ask you, is your hand up? How about the other? Maybe you've got a few more limbs in the air too. And that's totally okay because growing and scaling your business is hard. That's why I'm pumped to bring you the brand new down and dirty masterclass, how I 10x my wedding stationary business. 30K to 300K in just five years. Here's the secret to scaling without burnout. I figured out what worked and went all in on that and said no to everything else. And now I'm sharing what worked in this masterclass. Here's all the juicy topics we'll cover. How to warm up your leads so that the sale is easier to close. How to make your competition irrelevant so that you can eliminate ghosting for good. And how to set up your schedule so you actually have time to work on growing your business. I know you're working on client work 90% of the time. And this isn't surface level stuff either. I'm handing over the strategy that I used to grow my business to multi six figures. Plus, I'm going to show you the number one way I generate leads into my business. So let me ask you, do you want a solid plan of action? Do you want to stop wasting time and efforts on things that don't actually grow your business? This training will give you the chance to do just that. And the best part, it's on demand and ready to watch right now. Or you can catch the replay if you can't watch right away. You just got to sign up. Grab your spot at lindsayjwilliams.com slash masterclass. I'll see you there. Yeah. Oh, I love that answer. And I think you talk about this in the book a lot of the kind of burning the candle at both ends to get this off the off the ground to launch mm-hmm. and there's seasons of that but then it's important to realize that if you're hustling to sustain this that's yeah. when you got to learn to take the foot off the gas a little bit and being able to yeah. coast or autopilot or cruise control or figure out some help so yes, yes i okay yes i love this and i'm so glad that you're so transparent about this because that's something i see a lot like i said i see successful people and they talk about being able to take time off being able to rest but there was a season that got you there and you're so yeah. good at finding that blend i don't want to say balance yeah. but finding that blend yes. of the two yeah. and now being able to transition and get help too your business didn't suffer because 
you're now able to rest more. You learn yes. strategically how to build a team and all that. All right. So last or next question, I should say, another quote from the book is you talk about, well, this is the quote from the book. We've become information gatherers rather than intuition seekers. Then later in the book, you say tuning into our intuition means that we must be, we must be willing to ask ourselves for advice before asking someone else. So good. I loved this part. Yes. And my question is, how do you tune into this wisdom when choosing your mentors or choosing who to listen to? I know that you hang around with some brilliant people, the be- some of the yeah. smartest minds in the industry. And I can imagine that you either get a lot of opportunities for things or you find yourself in incredible brainstorming sessions. So how do you trust your gut on when to say no to things that not are in align with your goals or your yeah. lifestyle? Oh, I mean, I'm so good at it now. It's crazy. Um, I literally prepare myself before I step into rooms like that, where I'm like, take what serves you and let the rest fall away. And I feel like we've become a culture that doesn't let the rest fall away. It's like the people who sit at the front of the class and take every single note. And then they're like, this is a step-by-step process. And it's going to get me from point A to point B. But there's even a line in the book where it's like, maybe you haven't arrived because the map that you're using was someone else's map. It wasn't pointing to your destination didn't come from you. It wasn't, you know, made for you. And so for me, it takes a level of discernment to really know like, yes, I could do a lot of different things, but should I? And also, is it in alignment with what I say my values are? Because a lot of people will say they value certain things, whether it's family or health or rest or whatever. But a lot of times we say yes to things that pull us away from those values. And so for us as people of integrity, It's like, yes, I could do all of these things, but I need to just take the ideas that stick with me, the ones that serve me and let it all fall away. And it's been really a good practice for me. And I would encourage your audience too, is when you are learning from somebody, instead of taking tedious notes, which I think can come in handy for certain things. When you go to bed at night, what is that one thing that you're still thinking about? What is that one thing that you can't shake? What is that one idea that is stuck with you? And I do this whenever I'm learning from people, I'll go back to my hotel room at the end of the day, keep my notebook shut and I'll say, what am I still thinking about? Or what is that one thing that I thought was really interesting that I'm curious if I could try? And instead of, you know, going home or listening to a podcast episode and having a hundred things to do, maybe you have one or three or five things that you can actually take action on because information alone is not going to get you anywhere. Action is what's going to move you forward. And so it takes a level of discernment and it takes that level of intuition to ask myself, is this for me? Like, does this feel right for me? Is this leaning into my gifts or my strengths? And I think that can change everything. Oh, so good. That was such, you're like dropping, I knew you would, so many amazing tips, but also like tangible things that we can do. That is such good advice because I think, especially if we're starting something new or we're pivoting or we're kind of in that, on that like wiggly seesaw, it's so tempting to just follow every step and be like, if I do exactly like her, I'll get to where I want to be. And that was something that really resonated with me in the book when you talked about that skill, being able to trust your intuition and listening to your voice. So, so good. So good. Jenna, this was so incredible. I have one more question. I promise it will be quick. Here's my question. When is grandpa coming on the Gold Digger podcast? Because I love him and we need more of him in our lives. I love him. I know. My grandpa is amazing. It's actually funny. Someone recently asked me, they said like, what was the highest point of your career? Like what is like a memory? And 
I, my memory is actually so silly, but it was when I was a wedding photographer and I was named the top wedding photographer in the state. And it was one of those like industry events where everyone's kind of bumping elbows and you're all connecting. And I love those, but I also wanted to celebrate regardless of if I won or not with the people that helped me on my journey. And so my favorite entrepreneurial moment was actually sitting at a table while all the industry people are bumping elbows. I'm at a table with my parents, my in-laws and my grandparents, all of them, Andrew, all sitting together. And it was such a beautiful reminder of like, who, who are you putting seats at your table out for? And like, how is your life showing that? And, um, I remember when I got named it, like my grandma was just tickled and just like had tears in her eyes. And my grandpa was like going around telling everyone that he was my grandpa. And like, I just hope more entrepreneurs experience moments like that, that like feel so full that don't just look good, but like feel good. Um, and really think about like how they're inviting the right people to their tables so that when the celebration comes, because it will, you're with the people that were with you on the journey and the people that love you the most. Yeah, such a beautiful reminder, Jenna. I'm grateful for you, grateful for everything that you teach us and for letting us into your world like that. We get to kind of meet your parents through the screen and, yes. your, grandparents and your grandpa's just so cute. We need him on the podcast. Yes, I know. We need to hear his jokes on Gold Digger. He's the best. I think I he's know. such a hit. <laughs> Lindsay, thank you so much. And I just want to commend you for all of the work that you're doing and let your audience know, like this girl is a real deal. She shows up behind the scenes just as beautifully as she shows up on camera or on her podcast for you. And I just want you to know, like Lindsay, I see you and I honor the work that you're doing and I'm just so grateful for you. So thank you for being a part of my community. Thank you, Jenna. And likewise, thank you for everything you do, for how you inspire your community, the world. And with this book, I will, of course, link all of the links on how to order. By the time this launches, the book will be out June 28th. So the next week, what is the link to order that, Jenna? And I will, of course, link all this. Of course, go to howareyoureallybook.com. So that's howareyoureallybook.com. And I can't wait for you to get your hands on it. Awesome. Thank you, Jenna. This was such a pleasure. Always a pleasure Thank to chat you. with you. Thank you. Okay. Was that not incredible? Our work's not done yet, though. I have some homework for you. I want you to ask yourself, how are you really? And I want you to sit long enough to hear your answer. Me and Jenna, we're of course supporting you from afar, but this answer is really just for you. It's time to ask better questions and start living the life you desire. We can't wait to see you make it happen. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And as a thank you for tuning in and to celebrate the launch of How Are You Really? We're giving away 10 copies of the book to our listeners. All you have to do is take a screenshot of this episode and tag Jenna and I. I'm at Miss Lindsay J. Williams and Jenna is at Jenna Kutcher. I'll draw 10 winners on launch day, June 28th. I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank Jenna for writing this book and putting it out into the world. And as always, keep on building those businesses. 
There you have it. We just finished another episode of the Build That Business podcast. For a recap of the show, head on over to lindsayjwilliams.com slash show notes. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded creative entrepreneurs, join us inside our private Facebook group at lindsayjwilliams.com slash group. I can't wait to see you there. Oh, and P.S. If you love this episode and never want to miss an opportunity to be challenged and inspired, click subscribe now. Keep on building that business, girlfriends. Girlfriends.